You're listening to the Sleuth Podcast. Real private investigators here to help you find the truth when you need to know. Sharing sometimes shocking, sometimes heartwarming, and sometimes hilarious stories from the field. They keep it real. Interviews with experts bring you insights on how people leverage PIs in their lives and in their businesses. Licensed by the Department of Public Safety, here's your hosts, Jamie and Lindsay. Welcome to the Sleuth Podcast, guys. Here's Lindsay, and I'm Jamie, and we are real PIs here to give you the truth when you really need to know. We're back. We're back. I kind of missed this space. I know. I was a little back to reality. We all caught the plague, and then uh, got better. (laughs) The real plague. The the flu. (laughs) We all almost died. The whole office. Can I tell you how I got the flu first? Because everybody cares. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> if you don't, you need to care. So I make my trips to jail, right? At the Wake County Jail, you go in there and there's a little booth in the back. And that's where the officer sits that you need to tell them who you are and who you're coming to see. And there is a handheld, just a receiver phone attached to the wall. And that's where I got it from. So I talked to (laughs) the attorney that I went with and I was like, I was trying not to call you because I was just in denial about the fact that, you know, maybe we possibly got it from the safety center. Right. And she's like, no, I've been dead, (laughs) you know, and I'm just, you know, going back to work yesterday. And so I was like, you know, I've been trying to pinpoint where we could have got this germ. And that's oh, so that's how she she was sick as well. So that she was sick. I was sick. I left immediately left the jail, went to the office, infected everybody at the office. (laughs) I immediately went home. Thank God I did not go to church because my whole church would have been down. down. (laughs) Can you imagine the choir would have been like non-existent (laughs) because I spewed all of my germs as I was like singing to the Lord right so I'm glad I stayed home that day in jail everybody has I'm sure they give everybody flu tests and stuff like that because if uh-huh. something were to break out in jail no it probably would be not. like a no. whole epidemic yes yes they go I mean they don't have you know there's nobody sick in jail like that you can't be sick or I don't like know I mean I, I've somewhere. got friends that are COs there's some gross things in jail it's not a sanitary environment but it's all. not the flu the flu know. is like Maybe epidemic. Walgreens comes in and gives everybody shots. Right. Right. <laughs> Soap on a rope and shots. Right. That works. We have an extra voice. Y'all hear him? Hey, guys. There he is. So hey, uh, this is Brandon Wooley. And we're going to learn a little bit more about what Brandon does. And i um, super excited to have him here on the sleuth today. So welcome. Thank you. So Brandon is a trainer and a fellow podcaster with his podcast, The Fire Within, and he's within our podcast family here at Podcast Carry. Yay. So we are super happy to have him. We love podcast family. Yeah. So tell us what you do, Brandon. Well, I'm a nutrition coach and a personal trainer, and I work with people to create individual holistic plans to help get them to their life goals. It could be anywhere from reversing chronic disease to I just want to shed a few pounds for my wedding. My approach is a little bit different. It's it's very science-based. It's a slower, sustainable approach. So if somebody came in and said, I want to lose 30 pounds in a week, you know, I know how to do that, but just ethically, I won't take them through that process because it's going to come right back. And right. I, don't, I don't think it's healthy for them. Right. You meant 30 pounds in a month. What's that? You meant 30 pounds in a month. You said 30 pounds in a week. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, that would be excellent. I yeah, mean, people have crazy back. expectations like that, though, I would think, right? Some people do. I yeah. run across that a lot, and I have to take a few steps back and explain how this process works and why. Because your big thing is, like, sustainability. Exactly. Right? Not taking um, shortcuts and what's going to allow you to continue to do this the rest of your life. Right. Which I kind of struggle with myself. I was, um, so he blessed us with a little intake session, right? Yeah, that was fun. And we got to fill out this cool little form and it's kind of asking us, you know, how do we eat and how do we work out and, you know. Or not. Or (laughs) (laughs) do you work out? (laughs) Yes or no? Did you not (laughs) skip to the next section? Right, yeah. Half of my form was blank probably. Was it? Yeah. Okay. And we also look at sleep habits, uh, how you deal with stress, all kinds of things. I feel like I got some good advice from you, though. And I think on our last episode, we talked about that a little bit. Well, I have acquired Um, an Instapot since then. Hey, have you used it yet? I have. I made a really weird kind of like rice and soup type of thing. Chicken. Was it supposed to be a soup? (laughs) <laughs> that's a great question so it ended up kind of just to be like rice and beans and corn kind of thing it yeah. wasn't that great i mean i really ate it just because i was trying to get some kind of like nutrients or just food because i was sick right yeah. and so i just needed like something and they were like just eat crackers and i was like yes yeah, that's probably horrible for me but at this point you know anything is something some kind of you know substance so right but i enjoyed it i messed up oh, because the corn <laughs> i didn't read oh I guess you had to wait for the thing to get to the correct level and then it's going to cook for the next the time that you actually allotted it to cook and then you're supposed to release the valve. So me and Jordan, my cat, you know, we were both like, oh, you know, because <laughs> that, <laughs> that steam yeah. started coming up and we were just like, we didn't know what to do. Yeah. I used to like poke at it with a spatula like on the other side of the room because it okay. would scare me because all of a sudden I'm it just starts hissing. Too. Yeah. yeah. No, they're safe was successful the second time around right. so my food was edible well now i feel like i'm being held like the bar has been set i need to use my instant pot get it together and, and maybe get my life together get and be it a together. little healthier <laughs> leanne needs some nice uh lectin free rice there you go my favorite thing to do with them is uh chicken thighs with coconut oil and frank's red hot sauce frank's red oh. hot. i put that mm. shit on everything okay what are we doing everything what are we doing you with just stick chicken? it all in the pot and let it go for 10 minutes it's easy and uh, what does my chicken feel like when it comes? See, that's my issue with this Instapot. Yeah, I don't want it to be I wet. Want, yeah. Or is it going to have a, is it going to be crispy on the outside? No, probably not. It's going to be super <laughs> tender, like kind of rotisserie chicken. Oh yeah. No, I'm a fried chicken girl. That's, <laughs> that's probably one of the issues here. I like my chicken crispy. <laughs> no, there may be, I haven't looked into it. Well there done. may be a frying function on those things. I don't actually know. Oh, right. Well, I yeah. guess that, well, that would be like an, an unhealthy version. Well, no, they have. Well, if you're using coconut oil or something, you know, a lot of it has to do with the oil you're using. So, right. So all Doesn't coconut oil, oil have like a different smoke point though? Isn't that one of the. Right. Yeah, but um, you're not smoking anything. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's higher than like olive oil. Um, it's a higher smoke point, but you could do avocado oil has a pretty high smoke point. Ooh. So that's something you can use. I'll fry like red potatoes in a pan and make them nice and crispy and golden like home fries. That's delicious. And then put them in the pot? No, just no pot, just on the stove. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. See, my thing is I'm trying to like, I feel like the Instapot should be saving me on dishes. Yeah. Right. But is not that... if you want something fried. Yeah. yeah. I don't fry a lot. I did yeah. fry some chicken though this morning. That just kind of hit me. I don't yeah. know. In the morning for breakfast? I did. I did. I had two pieces of fried chicken for breakfast. I'm so sorry. Start this day off right. (laughs) Well, I 
I'm so sorry. We're supposed to be talking about <laughs> being healthy, and I mean, fried chicken for breakfast. <laughs> but it just kind of happened. I just had, I refused to throw anything away. And so I still had some flour left from my little chicken legs the other night. And so I was like, let's have some more chicken. Yeah, why not? Sorry. <laughs> oh, God, that's it. so horrible. Yeah. So the nutrition part is just kind of one aspect you do, but you also kind of coach people with things outside of just nutrition and physical fitness, though, also, right? Yeah, um, really, more than anything else, it's about behavior change, which is, it's not quite psychology, but it's certainly using cognitive behavioral therapy. I think it's psychology. Um, you know, I'm not a licensed psychologist or anything like that, but but most of my job is really that side of things, figuring out what drives the behavior. I mean, if we don't know what that is, we can't stop it and we can't change course. Some of it's exercise and nutrition and some of it is what are the stressors in your lives and what are the healthy ways that you're coping with them? And if you don't have those healthy tools in your tool belt, how can we develop them? Right. Right. Sounds good. Well, that's kind of one of the reasons that we had you here on the show outside of being, you know, our podcast fam. You know, you you specifically deal with people who want to go through some type of transition in their life, right? Right. A lot of the times our clients, you know, are definitely going through a transition and they're not quite ready for it. And so I guess maybe we were kind of hoping what advice you might have for people that we could pass on to our clients. So think people who are going through something stressful. Can we back up a little bit, though? Yes. Because (laughs) it wouldn't be us if we didn't play a game. We oh, have, let's we play do a game. Have games. We have to play a game. So, and of course, this would have been, you know, wonderful last week because you just came back from Vegas. G Vegas. Baby. Not G Vegas, that's Greenville. That I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is it Greenville? Is that what they call it? Yeah. G Vegas? Yeah, so I went to East Carolina University and, okay. in Greenville, and, and it's G Vegas. So every time I hear Vegas, I always think G Vegas. Everybody so I knew like that East went to Coast. school there, they always. Go Pirates. I think mine were like the Wookiees. Did you know the Wookiees at Greenville? No, I didn't no. know the Wookiees. She had, weird, she had a weird yep. group. Probably <laughs> called himself Wookiees, so it can't be. Right, yeah. like, were they normal? Were they like overtly hairy? Why? Why Wookiees? Yeah, <laughs> were yeah they? I think that was the joke. Like dirty hippies. You know. <laughs> really? Yeah, girl. I don't think about that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. that's normal, right? Wookie. I'm not a Wookie. <laughs> I, right, exactly. But I, <laughs> oh, is that the noise that it comes? Yeah, yeah. from Star Wars. Chewbacca. He's a Wookie. Oh, yeah. I don't know anything about. That's Star why he Wars. asked about Harry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, so back to this game that we have for you. So we were supposed to have you on the show last week, but again, we all caught the plague. And so now that we're here, we're going to ask you these questions that we had prepared a long time ago. So we're just going to pretend so that they're act still... like you just got back. Right. All right. Just got all back right. from Vegas, not G Vegas. Right. Woo! What was that like in Vegas first? What'd you oh. do? Was it your birthday? Was it a... What yeah, was it was reason? birthday, New Year's. So my, my girlfriend, Michelle, and her best friend's husband has the same birthday as me. Oh. and double they, birthday yeah it was awesome they went hard they found the top of the palms hotel on like the vip like see the whole city roof is where nice. we spent new year's awesome. and from there you can see every firework display in vegas all at once and they wow. coordinate them. And, and it was really incredible yeah i got kind of exciting at midnight a fight broke out and some guy <gasps> lost some teeth and, <gasps> and um like Get at midnight here. it was crazy yeah so, Did so, you record? Uh, no, I didn't. So it got really exciting. I got out of Dodge shortly after, but um, it was amazing <laughs> up until that point. Oh, so those types of things are not fun for you? Mm, that's not my favorite. I would have whipped um, out my camera. I, and, like, I, I'm a lover, not a left. fighter. <laughs> right. And oh. uh, I wouldn't know what to do in a fight. I'd be like, stop eating grain. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, no. Stop smashing. Yeah. So get rid of that lectin. Yeah. <laughs> You're full of lectins, you know. So you know, people always joke, they're like, you must be a lot of fun at parties. Don't eat that, it's got lectins. But no, I let loose. I I ate whatever the heck I want. The first night I had like Chinese food at two in the morning at a casino. Perfect. And, um, it was freaking delicious. Excellent. But no, it was fun. It was amazing. I can't believe how many freaking machines they have. It's just there's got to be. Did you win anything? I, I I bet nine dollars on slots and came out with eighteen dollars. Very good. Hey, and that's good. And I feel like awesome. a winner. So so it was really fun. People <laughs> were having a great time, and then there's also people just an utter crush disappointment, like their lives have been ruined. Yes. So was it depressing? It, uh. it was to see that, but then if you have a healthy relationship with it, it's it's really a lot of fun. Uh, so I saw both sides. The lights and the LED displays themselves are incredible, and we spent most of the time just going to the different hotels because they have themes in all of them, like Caesar's Palace. Yeah. Yeah. shows and yeah. unbelievable shows. Did you go shops. to any shows? Yeah, we went to one called Absinthe, which is the most Ooh. vulgar show on the planet. <gasps> yeah. Sounds exciting. Like, oh, Tell it's amazing. It. What yes. was it about? So it's this <laughs> small tent, uh, maybe seats a couple hundred, and the stage is in the center and it's circular. It starts off with the woman and tassels and the whole nine yards, and right. then it's like people on skates, there's a guy in a bathtub doing all kinds of crazy nonsense. So wow. think like Cirque du Soleil on a budget. And, like fear um, and loathing like that's what i'm thinking no not fear i don't know what that is but fear and loathing las vegas the movie Johnny i've never Depp. seen it never seen it uh. but no they just do these amazing <laughs> amazing acts just two or three people at a time in the center and then there's these hosts that just have the most unbelievable vulgar stories you, you can imagine like something wow. about a unicorn filling up the room with cum and glitter and just i mean it just went oh, wow you know, it, it went pretty Shit. dark but that doesn't that sound like, dark that sounds Happy, I don't know. Oh, right. Unicorn and glitter? Unicorns? <laughs> Unicorn and glitter? But <laughs> it was an absolute riot. <laughs> so, so before you buy the tickets, there's a warning. On the ticket, there's a warning. In the door, there's a warning. If you're not okay with crude humor... Don't come in. But the quality of the acts was just unbelievable. I mean, it was an amazing I show. Uh, it was just, just breathtaking. Wow. Yeah. Favorite thing on the strip? There's so much jet lag and sleep deprivation. <laughs> it's all kind of a blur. You know, that means it was a good time. Yeah, uh, I saw Bodies of the Exhibition, but that's because I'm Oh, I saw that here. So good. Uh, I thought that was amazing. I love that um, shit. That blew me away. We went to Madame Tussauds Wax Museum. Mm, Madam. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Shut up, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> so they have a hotel that's themed after New York City, and they had a roller coaster. That was pretty amazing. Huh. And then we went to a dueling piano bar in the Manhattan Fine. Uh, casino. Oh. And we did a lot. Very good. That's awesome. Yeah. So we had to figure out a way, like, how are we going to, like, integrate PI work and what you do, yeah, right? Exactly. So this is the lead to our little story. So open your minds, <laughs> open your hearts. All right. That's what I say in Sunday school. <laughs> open your ears. That's open cute. Your and here we are talking about yes. unicorn cum and glitter. So. <laughs> the Full Lord circle. Knows. The Lord knows. <laughs> hey, ain't no need to try to hide it. All right. So <clears throat> true or false? Everything that happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Not true. No? Oh, no. You brought some stuff home? Well, I mean, with well, social media and, and all kinds of stuff. Oh, I mean, that's every, right. Everything's posted. No, See, people you're thinking pictures. like a PI. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, throw your phones out the window. Who cares? <laughs> all right, yeah. true or false? A private investigator can tap your phone to listen to your conversations. I'm going to say 
False. I think the federal government probably could, but I don't think a PI could. <laughs> That's You're correct. Right. That is false. <laughs> I don't think the federal government is supposed to, but they probably are. Yeah. Uh, there are Alexa, wiretap my house. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, I wonder what happened if you asked. Yeah. Who knows? Oh, it's right there. <laughs> All right, true or false. Strippers look, drop it lower in Vegas than they do in North Carolina. Mm. I didn't really see uh, strippers. Like this the is job. a true or false question. <laughs> so, uh, I would. I don't know because uh, we're in a low country. It's not like You're as low country. The question as so much more seriously than they intended. <laughs> like, so based on elevation and so, <laughs> what there was a ton of is is girls walking around in pasties with giant feathers wanting to take pictures. Yes, with you. Um, showgirls. So, so, I mean, you could get whipped by a random stranger and they're trying to get you to tip them to take a picture with them. So, there's a lot of boobies. Yeah. A lot of boobies. Woo-hoo. But um, I'm going to say false. Oh, true or false. A private okay. investigator can access your social media accounts whether or not all the privacy settings are activated. I'm going to say true. Is that true or false? Oh, womp, womp. Yeah, womp, sorry, womp, everybody. Womp. That's something people ask us all the time, though. Womp, womp, or just kind of assume. If you're locked down, blocked down, I just can't see it. You know, that's just not, that's the whole purpose of privacy functions through right. Facebook, right? So I think a lot of people sometimes think that we as PIs can look at things that normal people can't look at. We just have access to public information and have to use our wherewithal. There's not really like a magic button that we can push on Facebook that somebody else can't push, you know, and that's right. all of a sudden going to open up your entire, you know, page and we can see what's going on, so. All right, another one. True or false, Brandon? Evidence such as surveillance video or phone records can be used to assist attorneys with proving alienation of affection. I'm going to say false. Is that true? This one is true. true. Wow. Yes. Holy wow. Okay. All right. Everybody's going to phone Bill. Right. So say we started working the case and we found that your wife or whoever was with this other person and you say, oh, that name kind of sounds familiar. I feel like maybe I've heard that in the past. Um, Your attorney can actually subpoena for those phone records. We could then track back, you know, how long has this person been involved, you know, with you or with your spouse um, and then they can use that information to kind of help with alienation of affection, which then kind of screws up your whole cheating. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I love an alienation of affection letter. That's like, <laughs> it's almost like worth all the drama because. A okay. letter? Wait. Oh, yeah. Because it's a letter. I mean, they seem to be like a cease and desist type thing. Like, don't send any more text messages. Don't delete anything. We know that this has happened between you and that person. And you want to talk about the drama hitting the fan. I mean, it is wonderful. Sidebar. So I worked a case where we had to drop off an alienation of affection letter. And I, I went to the door and I knocked on the door and I said, you know, can I speak to, you know, Susie Atwater? And her husband answered the door. So I was like, whoa, you know. Not good. And so he goes, well, I'm her husband. Can I give it to her? And I said, no, I'm so sorry. I need to give it to her. And so he's like, you know, look of pure confusion on his face. And so I waited. Wait, I'm confused. You're serving alienation of affection letters to somebody's wife. But this somebody's wife was the other party 
to in, our clients. Okay. Yeah, situation. So it got awkward really quick. So she comes to the door and I said, are you Susie Atwater? And she goes, yes. And I give her her paper and she's like, you've been served. So confused. You just got served. Right. And so she opens the, I mean, I could see her face went like white ghostly i mean she was like oh shit what is this all about and then her husband was like what's that and so i was like y'all have a great night (laughs) (laughs) and then i just you know went on so i love alienation of affection it's kind of you know i kind of feel like you get what you deserve you knew that man was married you're married you didn't have no business i thought she had that look of guilt here you go Mm. yeah okay next sorry true or false a pi can help you find someone who owes you money oh man true True. Cool. Duh. That's pretty easy. (laughs) We like those. Yep. All right. True or false. In situations where photos are needed in hard to reach places, PIs will fly a drone over a property to conduct aerial surveillance. Mm. I don't know if that's legal or not, but I'm going to say true. (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess that's kind of a trick question, right? Because it says PIs will fly a drone. We won't because (laughs) we can't. (laughs) Right. But some might. So drones have certain rules and basically they can't watch people, right? So like if you can take a picture of a property or something that's over there. Right, like realtors and photographers use those all the time for realty purposes, but we can't do that to figure out what's going on in the person you're trying to see's backyard or whatever. Yeah. It would have been really handy a couple of times. You know how many drone people we've come across and we're like, I would love to use your drone skills and they just can't or won't. Well, we won't. We not won't. Doing that. They won't. Right. Just to not be clear. a good idea. I don't want anybody. To I think it's a great license. idea. We just can't do it. Well, I think it's coming. They're not crazy quiet though. Like they're right. not super like, stealthy. Like if you see a drone and it's like within a hundred feet of your head, like you can hear that thing. You're like, hey, yeah. that's a drone. Like, right. You're not sneaking up. Well, I, I'm like, yes, perfect. Look up at me so I can get a picture of. You I wish I could like, get one that would are. like drop things. Like I told you, like I need either a drone or a pigeon. I can't tell you how many times. Like we were doing surveillance recently, and I have it on the Instagram. And I was, I went to go find this house, and this house was across from a giant cow farm. So like I could only see the house like four miles away across this freaking cow farm. And I was like, there's no way I'm and they're like big black Angus cows. I'm not walking through that. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, I just need breakfast. to train a pigeon to go drop a GPS in that person's truck, like drop it right on the roof, stick it on there or a drone, something. Please help me. Well, drones aren't helping us right, right now. So. No, they're not. Womp womp. So it's legal for you guys to stick a GPS finder on, on a uh-huh. vehicle? Yes. We have this like every I know, yeah. We get to answer this wonderful question. So, yes, if it's property belonging to the two and, you know, for litigation purposes, you need to possibly find out what's going on with this person, what they're doing. We are allowed to put a a GPS on the vehicle and track what that person is doing. Now, we can't say, you know, I can guarantee that this person for sure was over at his girlfriend's house unless I send an investigator to go and then document that car there. Right. So actually last night I was working a case. I went and swapped a GPS and then I just happened to be on the thing. And I said, oh, you know, one of our other cases, she lived in Clayton. And I'm like, oh, she's in Wake Forest. It's 10 o'clock at night. 
what are you doing over there? <laughs> right? So I slide through there and, you know, she's at the boyfriend's house. So, you know, there we go. What what she's saying is that the GPS doesn't do all the work. We can't just stick it on there and then like, oh, we're just going to sit by on, it. Right, right. And just sit there and watch it or screenshot, you know, from the computer where the GPS went because who's they driving could, that car? Yeah, they could say when somebody asks them like, oh, my car must have been stolen. That wasn't me, right. Judge. Yeah. Right. Like, and that, that yeah. might be bullshit, but well, that's a about, legit argument that Was that, that you walking out the man's house? Was that you? Okay, I was across the street. So, yeah. Right. So, we can use it to help us and aid us in getting our uh, information, but we still got to go and document. Cool. All right. All right. uh, True or false, Brandon, investigators can videotape a person inside a building by recording them through the window and being outside the building. That sounds super illegal. I'm going to say false. (laughs) Very good. Okay. That is certainly peeping all day. Peeping time. Can't be peepers. Uh, But there are times where we can do that, right? So we can record anything from a public street or a public location. Right. So if you are inside of your house and I'm standing in the street, sorry. You you should have closed your blinds. I mean, look. You would be amazed at how many people have either no shades, no blinds, or they're just or don't wide care. open. Or and don't you know. can see the entire, you know, contents of their house. It's like living in a goldfish bowl. If we could just sit out there at nighttime and it's dark outside and all the lights are on inside of your house and you have it's no perfect. blinds closed. I could just stand right there on the corner of ABC Street and 123 Street, and there it. we go. I can see everything you're doing. No problem. So but I can't do it from your to, driveway. It must be a lot easier to investigate people who live in townhome communities or, like, downtown than people who have a lot of private land yes. surrounding their yeah, house. Yeah, the more land yes. you have, the harder it's going to be to spy on you. Rural sucks. I usually mean stupid cow farms. I know <laughs> cow farms are no good. She just, I could just see you like putting like a dog leash with a camera on a cow and just slapping his butt. Like, <laughs> get no! over here. <laughs> <laughs> the cow was in public property when I found him. Well, when we did um, spoiled and ungrateful, you know, they live downtown. Matter of fact, close to your area, there was a restaurant across the street and they had overflow parking. We just parked in the overflow parking and you could see like boom right up into there. They didn't have, I mean, the windows were wide open. I guess they assumed because there were so many apartments that nobody's really going to be paying attention. But right. And again, so long as it's publicly owned, I mean, right. we could not sit in a privately owned driveway or a right. privately Unless owned. Unless you had permission from the owner, which right. happens a Written lot. permission. We could do that too. Remember while you were at the cow we farm, find a she way. got permission from one of the neighbors and she they let her sit in her, in her driveway. They offered it. And yeah. that was weird. That was really nice. It was really nice, but he was like, hey, what are you doing? And I was like, surveillance. And he was like, oh, on who? And I was like, nobody. And he was like, oh, you want to park in my driveway? And I was like, uh, no. I'd be like, <laughs> Thank yeah. you, but that's weird. Freak. Okay. All opinions expressed on this podcast do not constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available in this podcast are for general informational purposes only. The views expressed by participants are in their individual capacities only, not those of Blackman Detective Services. Listeners of this podcast should contact their attorneys to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information expressed in this podcast is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation. Are you in a civil matter where you need to locate and serve court documents to someone? You might want to have divorce papers served to a wayward spouse or locate someone who owes you money. The investigators at Blackman Detective Services have the resources and intelligence to track down debtors and others avoiding being served with subpoenas, orders, and civil complaints. 
When there's someone you just can't find on your own or that has a history of avoiding, hiring an experienced investigator can be the key to unlocking the next phase of your case. True or false, all information on a subject like their criminal record, driving history, phone number, and old yearbook pictures can be found on a single database at the same time. Sure. I'm going to say, yeah, that's true. No. No, I don't know. (laughs) I do nutrition and fitness. (laughs) Sorry, Brandon. Well, you know, the the reason why we kind of wanted to play this game was because, you know, Regular people. You're a regular person. You don't do PI work, right? And nope. so we want to be able to kind of like clear some things up for people. So, no, we cannot look for it. We can't find any pictures. In, uh, well, I guess the whole thing is one database, right? What's the chick from uh, Criminal Minds? Garcia? Graham? Garcia Graham. No, it's not Garcia Graham. Oh, shit. Dang it. Sorry. It's Penelope (laughs) Garcia. First of all, Garcia Graham in the PI world is actually a real person, and she's really important, and I'm sorry that I keep saying her name. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, but I know you. Penelope Garcia, yeah, is the character in the show. It's going to be like my new swear word. Penelope Garcia. Where did I put that? (laughs) Where did I put that? She can find it, though. She can find anything. (laughs) Yes. So if you're under 18, your photos are not going to be just uh, accessible to anybody, right? I can't just go and find pictures of kids. You know, or find a picture of Joe when he was in second grade. I mean, I would unless have to. you put it on your Facebook. Not you probably you could find Facebook. like a weird picture of me. Yeah. Do well, I need to go looking? You probably I'm can. Actually, really I think good. I remember putting because I wore a suit to kindergarten once, and my mom took a picture <laughs> of me and my buddy Zach, and I think I put it on my Facebook page. So you probably could find weird pictures of me. But say I'll somebody look. didn't have. I'm about to say check it out. <laughs> so if somebody didn't have their photos on facebook right what we would have to do is you know look into that person's history and of course if you're not over 18 it's not going to tell me which elementary school that you went to right so i'm either going to have to find out by way of like social media or um figuring out where you lived at that time and did you go to public school private school and then kind of searching the archives from there which is kind of fun but it just depends it is i know we brought it up before before, but we had that one high school case carrie high school and I happened to walk awesome. into the high school and they just like took me to this secret little back room and showed me all the yearbooks from the history of the school that were cool? already archived in a museum. And we found the person we were looking for. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. I really enjoyed that case. I yeah. hope they had a me great too. reunion. Yeah. Hey guys. I didn't get my invite. It took me like two <gasps> seconds. There's a picture of me two years old I on Facebook. You. <laughs> I'm the one not wearing the dress. That's say, good. That's good news. <laughs> you should be the one with the sweater vest on. And then, and then look on my face like what? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So last question. Which you just answered. Good job, Jamie. It's <laughs> it doesn't matter how old or young a subject is. A licensed PI can look at personal information on that person. True or false? False. False. Good Very job. Good. Very good. I was listening. <laughs> you learned something. Right. Yay. Learned something. <laughs> All right. So in your in your fields, people go through major changes, right? A lot of times we end up with clients where, you know, they're kind of left. You know, their whole lives have been kind of turned around right they're either a spouse that you know has been dumped and a lot of times the bank account is cleared out and they don't have any access to many resources and it kind of becomes like this tailspin of like new life like what am I going to do how is my you know life going to be at this point am I you know am I going to gain a whole bunch of weight 
you know, because I'm stressed out or, you know, that we now have to live off of McDonald's budget instead of being able to eat like we used to eat. Sometimes people who are going through such a major life change, like a divorce or something like that, it's not just personal. You know, this involves every single person in their life. Their circle of friends is affected. You know, they might lose a lot of their support system. And so they right. have to rely on themselves and, you know, their their gut essentially. So what would you say for somebody that's lost all type of structure like that and everything they've known to be regular is new? So I think that's one of the best times to pursue something like uh, it could be a physical transformation and because exercise, focusing on getting better foods to help with the depression and, and to give yourself confidence. I think that's one of the best times in your life you can do that. What can I, what foods do you eat to help with depression? So what does that look like? So first, let's talk about what causes it. So the wrong types of foods, which are going to be vegetable oils, tons of sugars and things, they actually deplete serotonin by up to 90% in your gut. So 90% uh, of serotonin is produced in the gut. Um, so if you're eating the wrong types of food, that, that's tanked. You get you got very, very low amounts. So serotonin is the stuff that makes you feel good, right? Exactly. So most anxiety and depression goes away as people start fixing their diet. I've had plenty of clients get off of, you know, Cymbalta and all kinds of other depression medications as their diet changes. And what happens is you have something called your microbiome, which is made up of different types of bacterial species. Right. And candida-loving sugar types they're going to help deplete that serotonin. Where if you're replacing those with better carbohydrate sources and vegetables and you can repopulate, it's almost like a war between two groups. Right. If you can overthrow that bad population, you feel better, you don't have as many cravings, serotonin starts to rise, um, your mood improves, you have more confidence, you have more motivation. Right, feel better um, about yourself. So, so what you eat has a lot to do with that. And if you're going through something like that, we already know there's going to be turmoil. We already right. know there's going to be depression and, and a lot a lot of things to deal with. So I, would, I wouldn't want to compound that with eating worse. But at the same time, if you're eating on a budget, there's a way to do that too. Because so I actually went through a divorce and my budget was cut in half. And right. I went, oh my God, what am I going to do? Right. Um, so what'd you do? Luckily, you know, my, one of my mentors, James Hess, who was on my first episode of the pet podcast, him and his wife were telling me about this store called Aldi, which is a really cheap, they have organic options and things. It's cheaper than Walmart. Yeah. And so I started getting most of my groceries there. I mean, if there was something I couldn't find, then I'd go over to Harris Teeter and, and just pick up the few extra items. But Aldi is a godsend. I would take my Walmart receipt as a, as just as an experiment, buy right. the same items, something like 40 to 60% cheaper for the exact same list. Wow. Yeah. I thought of you yesterday. I actually shopped at Aldi's. I'm yeah. hosting a bachelorette party tomorrow. And so I'm working on a budget. You know, everybody's pulled together money. And I was like, I'm going to try Aldi's. You're hosting Plus, another one? Same one, y'all. It's, it's just and been a long time coming. It's tomorrow. <laughs> I ain't got there yet. <laughs> no, it's tomorrow. I'll fill you in next week after <laughs> after tomorrow happens. But I spent $50. It was $49 and some cents. And I got all everything I needed. And it's all, all probably half of it was organic. I'm excited. I just went to the new yeah. one that they built next door to Trader Joe's over off of Kildare. That's the one I went to. Is that it's yeah. really nice? It's in nice. There. It's new and but what I what I love about Aldi is they rename everything with like almost names. Like vanilla wafers <laughs> yeah. are like Nilla Nibs. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's like almost the same, but not the but same. Not really. Yeah. yeah. I'm a like a brand name. 
Oh. So instead of Frank Shred Hot Sauce. <laughs> not I'm, like Aldi. I'm like, yeah, I'm what like, well, look, so my friend, she shops at Aldi. And I'm like, oh, these are so great. Where did you get these from? And she's like, Aldi. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So maybe I could. But every time I try to go by, I immediately get, like, anxious because the freaking parking lot is, like, packed. And the one by my house is off of Wake Forest Road. And so they had no mm-hmm. business building an Aldi there anyways, in my opinion, because that is, like, People are getting killed already trying to cross Wake Forest Road, and it's like you know really hard. I think it's funny that they think a quarter is going to keep me from leaving my cart next to the car. <laughs> Don't care about the quarter. It does me. Like, take your get quarter, that quarter back. back. I'm like, who cares about the quarter? <laughs> You're one of those people, Joe, aren't you? For me, it's very satisfying to get my quarter back. I like is it. it. Yeah, I'm like, who cares? Stupid Aldi. Stupid, <laughs> stupid cart. Well, that well that's stupid. To... Affordable organic produce. Well, then what happens if I don't have? Have a quarter, like you're you screwed. You carry it in you your hands. You gotta take in your own bags too, in your well, own boxes. So th- They're very green. So that's one of the things that keeps their prices low because there's right. less overhead. Right. So that's no the bags whole point. And stuff so, like that. so I'll deal with the stupid quarter cart. Right. I'll get I'll it. Love it. I'm working on it. The fruits and vegetables are a lot cheaper there. I know this. Oh my god, yeah. And, and I mean, they're hit or miss. Some weeks they're great. Sometimes not so much. But overall, if you're on a budget, I think that's one of the best things you can do. Right. And even if you can't afford organic, blah 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 blah, ten times out of ten. Non-organic celery is a much better choice than freaking Pop-Tarts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the decision maker. Oh, it's not organic. Now Pop-Tarts. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'm just going to go for the Pop-Tarts. So. My so, kid has the apple crisp ones. I didn't know there was like an apple version of the Pop-Tart. Oh, yeah. there's all kinds. I think they're gross, but, you know. I was 16. addicted to them when I was a kid. I yeah. love the cherry with the frosting. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like the cinnamon, cinnamon Red sugar. sprinkles it's on it. It's all good. Yeah. You ever said oh. to eat one like as an adult and then be like, I don't know why I like this. Right, so disappointing. <laughs> yeah. I don't eat them. The corners of them are like, is this food? Is this- <laughs> then it was toaster strudels for a while. I was a, I was a toaster strudel whore. Okay. <laughs> I would put two packs of icing. Um, oh. So somebody would get to the end of the box and be missing a pack of icing yeah. and be really You're disappointed. That guy. Yeah. <laughs> so backing up to what you said before, I find that crazy because I would assume that all the serotonin, all the things having to do with happiness got its origin in my brain and have nothing to do with my stomach. No, <laughs> no, they're finding more and more that the, the stomach controls more activity and, and it actually has many more neurons uh, than the brain does. I agree. Because when I don't feel good, I'm like, you know, if my stomach's off, like everything is off. Is that why we eat comfort food? Like when we don't feel good, we're like, get it it in my stomach. Because you do get some dopamine and pleasure hormone from eating things you enjoy and eating sugar, especially when you combine sugar with fat. That reaction, there is a a, this pleasure sensation that you get from that. Sugar of, oh, like a Cinnabon? Absolutely. (laughs) Like instant, instant gratification. Donuts. Mm, Donuts. Munchkins. Munchkins, yeah. And okay. crush some of those. So outside of nutrition, as far as creating new habits, what, what would you say for somebody like that who is looking for something outside of nutrition, habit-wise? Well, well obviously movement. And I'm just going to go with the easy stuff. Then we'll go to the things yeah. you wouldn't think about. But, okay. but so exercise significantly changes brain chemistry. Significant. In yes. fact, they found exercise to be more effective than, than most prescription medications for battling depression. Uh, so, and if you don't can't afford a gym membership, although with Planet Fitness out there, it'd be pretty tough to not afford a gym membership. I got an email that said I could join for ten cents the other day. There you go. Wow. If you can find it, if you Planet take your Aldi quarter, <laughs> right? Yeah, you can buy two and a half memberships. But you know what's so, hard to me with like Planet Fitness, Planet Fitness. Mm-hmm. That's the purple one, yeah. right? Yeah. There's no classes. Yeah. So for women, in my opinion, 
I like classes. Yeah. And that helps me feel better about working out yeah. instead of like me coming Involving in. Involving the like, social aspect so, of it yeah. also. So YMCA actually does a really cool thing and they'll take a look at your situation and your income and they will prorate your um, membership fee. So okay. it could be free. Yeah. So it, you could tell them your situation and say, look, I, I don't have a significant amount of income and they don't do like a super deep search and do it. And they're right. like, okay, so based on that, um, we'd like to make it more affordable for you. So I think the YMCA is a good place to go. I'm if you check them out. Yeah. So I actually just canceled my lifetime yesterday. Yeah. And, and now oh. if, if you have the money, I, I, I love lifetime fitness. I think they're the top club in the country. Yes. Can I say um, something? Yep. So I canceled my membership at Lifetime, and then I immediately went to um, Fitness Connection. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Next month." I walked in there, and I was like, uh-huh. "When you go to Lifetime, it's very difficult to enjoy any other gym." So. Yeah. So no, I worked there for five years. I did not leave disgruntled. I left for other opportunities, right. but but I can't speak highly enough of them. Yeah. We had a Lifetime membership for a while, and it felt more like going yeah. to a fancy country a club. club. Like, I'm, like I felt yeah. like I wanted to wear a suit coat when I walked in before I changed. <laughs> like. Well, look, you definitely better be matching because if you're not, you know, people are like, what is wrong with that person? Yeah. So if you need group classes, it's harder, but you can. There's online options of at least an instructor taking you through something. There's thousands yeah. of free resources. Uh, but even better, just get out and walk. And especially if you're outdoors, you're getting vitamin D from the sunlight. It's re-regulating your sleep patterns and melatonin release by right. getting that sunlight exposure, even if it's cloudy out. Plus, right. you're outside. You get that's good for your microbiome with exposure to different types of healthy bacteria. Right. So I think, you know, there's tons of options. Just find what's right for you. Yeah. Let me um, put a plug in for uh, Raleigh Road Runners. So that's a run group that I'm... I only run in the summertime because I refuse to run in the winter because yeah. it makes my throat hurt. But Raleigh Road Runners is an awesome free group where you can either walk, run, or, you know, interval. Yeah. Whatever works for you. And, and most, br- most breweries have a group run, too, that's all yeah. free. And Carrie has one. Yeah. It's a huge one. Like, on Tuesday nights is when they do it because yeah. everything downtown is just runners. Yeah. Just right. around. Yeah. I, I was going Raleigh Beer Garden. I was doing their okay. group. Uh, but then there's also some pretty incredible groups. The male group is called F3, Faith, Fitness, and Fellowship. And they're nationwide now. Most cities should have, all, all over the city at different parks, they're free. They're they're not professionally led, but there's uh, a huge sense of community and they lift each other up and just give each other a hard time. They have their own lexicon, uh, funny words. Um, like, so if you throw up, that's called Merlot. Uh, but it start, it was started by, so it's so like, dude, did you Merlot? <laughs> like, totally. Uh, but some Marines started that and then they broke out with a women's group called FIA, Females in Action, that's associated. Okay. So I used to lead those workouts too. I, I think they're an incredible organization. I just, now that I run my own business, I can't attend it's anymore. Too much, yeah. Because that's where most of my clients are, are during the times of those workouts. But there's all different times of the day, at night, in the morning, on the weekends. So I think that's a good thing to get plugged in. Even if, and, and they're not specific to Christianity. They don't care what you believe in as long as you're, you're not an asshole. Right, um, right. So as long as you're not a hateful person, you can find something. I hate for you to get lost out there on the trail. We will leave you. <laughs> 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 I know Raleigh Roadburners is like leave no man behind type deal. But yeah. it's like if we need to leave you, yeah. you know, right. so, <laughs> we will make a quick right at that now, up there. Now outside of exercise and nutrition, you know, I just had a podcast with a, with a social worker. Ha- happened to also be my 
my cousin, but we talked a little bit about self-care and building coping mechanisms. It could be mantras. It could be breathing exercises. It could be giving yourself forgiveness. I know when I went through my divorce and, and subsequent breakups, I did a lot of research into cognitive behavior and to deal with anxiety and depression and things like that. And just retraining thought patterns is right. really, really important. Right. So if CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy, that's reverse engineering bad habits. So for instance, you go, I just binged and ate a bunch of crap and now I feel even worse. Why did I do that? Okay. I did that because uh, I was having these thoughts, you know, he broke up with me. I'm not uh, nobody's going to find me attractive. And so then we want to reverse engineer it. We don't want to end up binging. What would you like the outcome to be? You'd okay. Maybe hit the gym or make a better meal. So what thoughts do you need to have when you're having those feelings? Well, it's not that I'm not worth being loved. It's just that we weren't compatible and, and there was some issues here. That doesn't mean I'm not worth it. So, so retraining that thought pattern. And every time you have that triggering thought, taking a step back and figuring out why am I having that emotion and, and what would I like to happen instead? Hmm. I love that. That's is that very something like that self-reflective? You, yeah. Is that something that you go through with your clients? Is that a service? That yeah, you I actually have a worksheet. Another shout out. I have a guy who works in the correctional uh, systems, great friend and, and has been a mentor prior green. And um, he, he's the one who ta- taught me about cognitive behavioral therapy. And oh. uh, we, both of us put a worksheet together uh, and he's going to use it and I use it and that we, we can take through. So let's say I have a client that said, you know, I ate good. Use me. Yeah, sure. So let's say you ate great on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and then on Thursday you just blew it. And then you went, screw it. I already messed up. I'm done for the week. I'm going to restart Monday. We'll right. go through that, that uh, sheet. We'll write what was the bad thought. Or first, what's the external environment because the external environment you can't control the external variables so right um, like my job right a sedentary Mm -hmm. job i'm not going to be you know running out here and there i'm sitting in my car all day so maybe then the negative thought pattern would be you know i have to sit in my car i don't have time to make something i'm just going to go through the drive-thru and then the negative action is that you're going to eat a bunch of bad food that's fried and and then the bad result is you feel even worse right after i snatched the chick-fil-a bag from the lady exactly so so first let's figure (laughs) out well well, we don't want to feel bad and binge what we'd like to do is feel great and have energy so we know that we want to eat foods that help with that and that are good for the microbiome and that help boost serotonin which are healthy fats and vegetables and things like that so when you know you're going to be in the car it may take some prep or maybe have some options that are still just as quick like the harris teeter salad bar or core life right. eatery what was um, that place that you were telling me by my do you have it's it probably core life eatery or, or kava i want to um, say it was like a greek place that's kava okay yeah okay. um there's better options and even if you go to bojangles you don't have to get a bowberry biscuit they have different options they have a regular biscuit yeah or maybe you still get maybe you still get a biscuit but you get a side salad instead of you know something crazy i don't know just make better options they don't have to be perfect I'm sitting here thinking, like, what would I want from Bojangles? And that's what I told you my issue was with Chick-fil-A. Like, I either have to, like, be all, like, either I'm eating Chick-fil-A or I'm not eating Chick-fil-A. Because there's not a thing I want at Chick-fil-A that's healthy that I'm willing to pay for, right? Like, the wrap right. is, uh, like... Their superfood side's really good. Yeah, but it's, like, but $4. Right. And yeah. I'm... I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm you get grilled chicken and veggies, and you're like, I'm eating healthy. That'll be $9, or dang it. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Give me those fries. Let me go ahead and use my points and get those fries, too. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah, but just thinking through that, and and uh, I think it's important to self-reflect on those things and figure out where the negative patterns come from. Right. Okay. 
I think uh, Epsom salt baths are fantastic. Before bedtime, they help to relax your muscles. And then even if, if I haven't worked out, even if you haven't worked out and what like happens, I don't work out and I take bubble baths with Epsom salt all the time. Dr. Teal's, that's my shit. Yep, yeah, that's what I do with Dr. Mm-hmm. Teal's lavender. But the other benefit is it heats up your body temperature, which your body has to thermoregulate. So it's going to cause a dramatic drop. And people don't know this, but your core temperature needs to drop four degrees for melatonin to, to release adequately to help with sleep. So that rapid drop after a bath that helps with sleep. I mean, if uh, hold on, question. Yep. You want me to take a bath? <laughs> yep. It's hot. The water is hot, and that's going to cool something down. While you're in the water, it's Explain hot. Explain it to me. But when you get out, the body goes. You're above ninety eight points or whatever. Your your body's too hot. It has to bring that temperature down. Right. So hormonally, it's going to work to bring that temperature down. And that's going to do what for me? Release melatonin faster. And so make you, me feel better and sleepier. Yeah, if, if you're going to bed, if you're having issues sleeping, because a lot of people when they're de- dealing with negative emotions and depression and right. things like that after a breakup or a divorce, uh, there's a lot of insomnia and poor sleep patterns. That's okay. very common. I know I have definitely experienced that. And they're up all night with racing thoughts. I uh, could even go to suicidal thoughts and things like that. Oh, man. But, okay. but often doing something like that can, can help shut that down enough for you at least to get to bed a little bit more efficiently. Wow. Um, I'm glad you go to bath. Take your baths. Yeah. No, I think, <laughs> I think, I think they're wonderful. But, but yeah, if, and if you want to hear more about the, some other things to help with sleep, I have a whole episode on my podcast on sleep on Fire Within. No, Is there anything you can sleep. do that gives you the same benefit of like a salt bath without having a bathtub like you just I don't like, do baths. rub a bunch of salt on yourself stay in the I shower like does that work <laughs> i think it's more about the regulating your body temperature right and raising your temperature and then lowering it but Is you that can't do saying? that without yeah. being like submerged well in, like, well you can get a different effect on the parasympathetic nervous system to help with stress and to turn off fight or flight with contrast therapy so that would be turning the shower on as cold as it can and staying in until you can control your breathing like 30 seconds i love that shit and then you're crazy. Like, I used to be a swimmer, so I love things yeah. like that. Well, it literally shuts down fight or flight. It stops inflammation. It stops negative thought patterns. It stops a lot, and it, and it helps relax uh, the whole body. It helps with healing. It helps with soreness, especially after a tough workout. Let me just say, I didn't think that worked at all. And then Brandon trains me. And after a workout one day, I was feeling it. I like skipped a meal or whatever. I was super sore and I knew I needed to get back to work. And he told me to go do this thing, stand in the shower, wait till you can't stand it anymore, then switch it, then keep doing that. And I'll tell you what, like I was not sore like a half an hour later. I felt like, what the heck? Like I felt like I I didn't just work out. (laughs) Yeah, it was crazy. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> oh, it's just a thought. You know, we yeah. talked about it earlier. I think I I think I'm so afraid of the cold. Yeah. So that I'm just not. It's not so if somebody's struggling uh, with the big life change, and and we know that sleep's really important because if they get poor sleep, we know that that's going to affect serotonin. We know that's going to affect insulin levels, and they're going to have no control over making right choices with food. Um, so one night of bad sleep leads you as insulin resistant as a type two diabetic the next day. Um, so it's impossible to say no to sweets and things like that. So, so I think, I think targeting the quality of your sleep um, is a really good strategy in addition to exercise and nutrition. It's crazy if you think about it. Like if somebody's going through that breakup and you think stereotypical movie montage of somebody that's gone through a breakup, what do they do? They take a bath. They sleep a lot. They, 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 that's just the kind of things that, that the body kind of craves. Yeah. That must be a weird person. But, but there's science <laughs> behind it. So, I mean, there's, there's plenty of things to do. I, I think understanding those thought patterns, I think uh, the self-care, um, in addition to the exercise and nutrition, are all great strategies. And take baby steps. You don't have to overhaul your whole freaking life so at once. So what do I do if I'm not a bath person? The shower what thing. If I, 
They make Dr. Oh. Teal's Epsom salt body wash. Yeah. You could do that. They have Ease Magnesium Spray. You could at least get the muscle relaxation from, from the topical spray. But that's not going to give you the, the temperature difference. Yeah, if you don't like baths, don't take baths. It's just a tool. I don't like sitting on the, I know I don't like sitting on the ceramic. Yeah, it's just a tool. It's like my butt on the thing is like weird stool. to me. That's <laughs> yeah. weird. So lavender chamomile tea is helpful. <laughs> I, um, like, I do like a tea. You know, oh. make sure you dim lights and you get off your phone and electronic devices. That blue light is going to keep fight or flight going. And that's every hour exposure is a 30-minute delay in melatonin release at night. What? So that's one of the reasons I like taking baths because I like candles and I like I turn off all the lights, everything. I don't look at my phone, nothing. Except for that one time you texted me. I happen to be holding my phone and I was like, see, this yeah. is why I'm not supposed to have my phone because yeah. I'm taking a bath and I'm working. Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I need you to be working. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, stop so relaxing, Lindsay. We'll see. I, yeah. I'm, I'm blessed to not have a problem with sleep as soon as like the body goes horizontal, like I'm out. You're it out. takes me like that's awesome. zero time. Good deal. Um, so but, for you, I would focus on some of the other areas. So Yeah, so. that food. I've done really, since I've been sick, I lost about six pounds. I know that's probably not a great way to lose it, but I'm happy <laughs> about it. And I was telling Lindsay, you know, I just don't want to eat bad, right? So I'm just going to, like, take the fact that, you know, I wasn't eating well, right, because the flu makes you really gross and you just have zero appetite. And, you know, so I just have been trying to, like, I've had salads. Today I had gusto, a nice little, you know, even though I had grains, I don't know if they pressure cooked my grains or not. Probably not. Probably not. But they might have. They don't have, like, one bucket of grains. I mean, the least they could have done it was, like, <laughs> throw it in an Instapot and maybe it's fixed. I don't know. Yeah. But it was better than Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So, yeah. working on it. I did just find out Chipotle typically pressure cooks their rice, but then they add oh. rice oil to it. I mean, Chipotle oh, so. tears up my stomach. Yeah. All right, so this is our very last question. It's probably a big one, sorry. But on our first podcast where we were interviewed on the guys who do stuff, Joe asked Jamie and I a question. He asked us that as PIs, since we see a lot of domestic family situations do we notice marital issues or relationship issues arise from one person in the couple that has lost a bunch of weight or has gone through a major physical transformation? Have you seen anything like that? I've experienced that. So part of, and there are many reasons, part of my divorce had a lot to do with that. And after I made the significant shift and lost 84 pounds, it was harder for us to identify with each other. And she constantly felt judged, even if there was no merit for that just Aww. because of my job, because I became a trainer. And, and so that put a strain on it, but also... Um, she, I'm sorry. So she wasn't on, she didn't want any part of that or she wasn't interested in... in well, she was, but just because of the dramatic difference in, yeah. in where we were, yeah, um, she just constantly felt judged. Now, there are plenty of other reasons for the divorce. I mean, I was an asshole. I was not a good not spouse. You. Oh, no, at that time I was. Now, I'm, But you fixed it. I fixed it. Okay, I, I learned a lot. Uh, but I think that was a significant, component uh, to it. And I think that can significantly strain a relationship big time. Uh, it's best if you could both start making some changes together or compromise. There has to be compromise. Right. But and it's um, a team thing, right? Like when yeah. you're married, you know, this is like, yeah, but then it's, you know, it's a struggle. Like what if one person doesn't want to do it and the other person does and, or one person's doing it for a health reason, you know, and it's important that that happens, you know, and the other person's like, well, I'm fine. You know, I really don't have to like make those changes. That's you know? what happened to me. Yeah. Yeah. But I've I, only been there. 
I do think that that is a concern that, that anybody that's undergone something and their partner hasn't. I would get some counseling or something and make sure that you uh, are uh, proactive about not allowing that to become an issue. Right. So when I go into a relationship, especially if it's somebody who doesn't have my same habits, I understand they're not going to do every single thing I do, but I have a conversation with them that I can't be surrounded in an environment that doesn't allow me to continue. Because right. I feel like I got a second chance and a new body and I don't want to lose that. Right. Yeah, you definitely don't want to also feel stifled, you know, and right. I think it would be the healthiest thing in your relationship for you two to yeah. share something. So if you're living completely separately and one of you is living a healthy life and the other one isn't, how do you, you know, come together in yeah. that? Or have you just decided that you just have different lives? No, so so we compromise on a Aww. lot of things and have different cheats and things, and uh, but but it works, and I I'm able to maintain the body and health I want, and the other person typically benefits, and their health increases. It may not be as stringent because when I was just me in an apartment with my dog, and and I wasn't in a in a relationship. I mean, it was it was uh, rotisserie chicken and salad pretty much every day. I got down to like eight percent body fat. Like I looked great. Oh wow. Um, uh, you're like year round. So I'm not that That's disciplined. Not anymore i'm more like 12 to 14 percent body fat but i still feel confident in what i look like 12 to 14 Um, that's great yeah i feel great i mean okay what's the average for men and women you want well i don't know what the average of the actual population is well i mean average for 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 men we want them under 15 percent Joe's on it well at least when i was a trainer the metric was 15 percent is your least risk of heart attack disease in women are 20 percent 26.5 is the average 26.5 for both sexes Now, women should be higher. um, Because we got girl stuff and we need fat. Yeah, fat's very important. And uh, if it's too low for women, you actually lose organ function. You lose your ability to have a period and all kinds of stuff. Your menstrual and stuff is all off and that makes you weird. Yeah. So, Like, who are you? Brandon, I got a question for you. If you had to be on the same page in your relationship, in your experience, would it be better if you were on the same page in your nutrition or in your fitness? Nutrition, 100%. Because that's every single day, that's every meal, that's what's in your house, that's that's, that's the That's when you sit down together. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought that, like, when you were talking, it might just be like, do you both like working out? And no, yeah, it's I crazy. Mean, no, I want to do, like, a Spartan race with my boo. I, I, think I haven't it, found one yet. I think every every person I've ever dated couldn't be further in the opposite as far as exercise. Like, I exercise five or six days a week for at least an hour. And most of the people I've, I've dated in the past, it's like, you know, twice a month they get motivated to go. That's but, not good. Well, Twice if they but if they have an active lifestyle, like they like to go on hikes and do things and they're taking their health in the kitchen, it could work. So I agree with that. So they don't necessarily have to be a gym rat. I'm not looking for that. What's your favorite exercise? Mm, or yeah. favorite workout? Or I love deadlifts because it works every single muscle in your body all so the same time. you have a good time. butt, don't you? It's all right. Yeah, that's a small butt. I like good butts. Yeah, that's a small Sorry. butt. Um, but and I love to work core. I love core exercises. You know, most most of the exercises I do um, come from uh, Jeff Cavalier and Athlean X okay. uh, for my own personal workouts. Okay. Um, I just love the programs he put. They're fun um, and they're challenging. I think he's got some of the best stuff out there. Okay. Yep. All right. Cool. I feel like we've learned so much from you. And again, the bar has been raised, and I need to be healthier. That's what I've taken out of this conversation. <laughs> Get <laughs> it together. You know, yeah. I think it's crazy because I've said in some of his episodes, multiple people in himself has said, like, you can have two people do the exact same workout, stick to the same regimen, and get completely different results. Right. Yep. Right. Unless the nutrition matches. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's Yeah, yeah you're not going to be doing much, but building some muscle under your fat. 
I think I was guilty of that for a long time, just working out and still eating like crap and being like, well, worked out. Kind of like people that are like, eat like crap and drink diet, like it cancels out. Right. So I have to shout out my cousin who I love. She's, I love her. She's awesome. And she went to see her trainer yesterday and we were talking and she's like, yes, girl. Whoo. You know, that workout was serious. You know, and I'm like, yes. And she's like, but hold on a minute. I'm sliding through a, a Burger King real quick and get me a two for 10. I was like, Danielle. <laughs> Reverse. That's, I was like, that's, that's not a good idea. But she was like, well, I haven't eaten all day. So I'm like, yeah. you know." Can I just say that, like, like we all know things. that I don't work out, right? But tomorrow for this bachelorette party that I'm, I'm so <laughs> sorry. I keep really hard. Hard. We're, <laughs> we're going to a pole fitness class, and that's yes. going to be really fun. So I'm like pole excited. dancing? Yeah. Yes. But wow. it's a fitness class. It's at Aradia Fitness. Do you know how hard it is to swing around a pole? I'm about to find out. Girl. <laughs> be fun. Well, be prepared for bruises. Well, yeah, they, they told us that. Like, would would this be a good wear. date night? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So you can like, you can just drop in on a class, I think, or sign up, you know, <laughs> whatever. But we're doing a private class. So that'll be cool. We have, we have two adult industry models. Yes. One, both female, one male, one friend that is pregnant and myself. So this is going to be so much fun. This is show. <laughs> yeah, girl. I'm excited. So if I'm going to work it. out, it's going to be something weird like that. <laughs> All right. I, I don't care. It. I don't care what you do. Just move. Right. Right. You could have tons of sex. That's moving. That works too. Oh, See, that's and you get happy little things yeah, too. But yeah. if you're broke up, it's probably not going to no. be so great. Okay, so we've learned a lot today. But back to business. Right before we this end our business. show. Right. Well, you know, sleuth business. Well, sleuth business. So because my life is crazy and I forgot, I have a shirt for you. All right. Because you can't come on the sleuth and not get a sleuth shirt. Because that's badass. You must represent. The fact that you were Joe, here. have you worn your shirt? I have. Yay. Multiple times. Other than that one time? Yep, multiple times. I've seen yes. People shirt. love yes. your photo on our Instagram. Isn't it great? <laughs> I think <laughs> I think you're right, though. I think it's, photo. you know, we don't have a lot of photos of, like, people. Yeah. And you're, like, our like, one person. You showed my face. Yeah. 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 And they loved you. <laughs> I, was like, I took that picture. You look so happy. I was like... <laughs> I got nothing to hide. Really good. I, was, <laughs> I realized she asked me to show, and I was wearing a jacket, and so I pulled it open. But it was almost like the first one was a little bit like seductive, like. But, <laughs> and that's right. the one I used. I loved it. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was the best one. Like, yeah. Like, okay, so now we need Superman a cool photo of you, Brandon, or maybe we could do like a little video clip. You could be like doing a deadlift in the sleuth shirt. <gasps> <laughs> just yeah. tell me when you're at the gym with your sleuth shirt and I'll just Jamie will go by. work out with you okay. and bring a yeah. shirt yeah that'd be fun <laughs> yes, that'd be I'm, awesome. I'm down I yes. can wear mine to pole class tomorrow I don't think they well if they allow photos that'd be cool well you can take your own photos and just no I don't know Tell, you can There's something you in the fine do. print there. I'll read it. Tell them. But anyway, so on these shirts, y'all, we we finally reached our 100 Wait a followers. Let me tell you, I worked hard for those 100 Jamie followers. Jamie worked really hard. I was like asking people at my kids' basketball game to like follow us on the sleuth, and you know, have can you we heard create of a us? poll on Instagram? Like, how'd you hear about us? Was it Jamie or Lindsay? Oh wow! <laughs> I'm sure we could. That could strain know. your relationship. Prob- I don't know. <laughs> no. No, we all know it's Jamie. I just kind of want like, some credit for something. <laughs> we are unbreakable here. There will be none of that. Oh. <laughs> so we got our list of people. So we have our five people. That we selected at random. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do is Lindsay is going to announce who our people are. And then we are going to be in contact with you guys over the next couple of weeks. Reach out to uh, reach out to you through the DMs. 
right? And get your contact information however you want for us to send you your sluice shirt. Once you get the shirt, we want you to take a picture. It does not have to have your face in it. You know, whatever but you want to do. But that'd be great. But yeah, would love to see your face. Would love to see you with the sluice shirt on and, you know, hashtag the slew. So who do we have? I'm excited. Send us some love, y'all. Okay, person number one. We love you, investigator underscore org. Ooh, <laughs> investigator underscore org. So what I loved about this Sleuth podcast page or Instagram page, whatever it is, we have so many, there are so many like fellow PIs out there. Yes, PIs, attorneys, other podcasts. It's awesome. There's like a whole other little true community crime podcast. of like true crime slash Yeah, so investigator underscore org. We're sending you a shirt because we appreciate all of your support. Yes. And liking all of our photos. Mm-hmm. We followed you back. Okay, next one is Ink God underscore Thor. He's awesome. He's so cool. he's a tattoo artist in Fayetteville. Yeah, don't know how you found our page, but we like you. Glad that you did. <laughs> and it's wonderful. Number three, mama.t.o, Tina Owen. Tina Owen. <laughs> so Tina Owen is Damsel in Damsel the Fence. So we're going to have to get you on the show because Damsel's in the Fence, uh, Mr. Blackman actually sold Damsel's in the Fence at one point in time. And it's basically protection equipment for women, you know quote unquote for women it's like pink and purple I've heard of that I've seen a flyer or a brochure or something I have a lovely stun gun at are at they my all house. like pink well pink and purple and gray and black and there's like I things have a purple where you can one. break your window and like that little stick thing that you know if you're walking down the street and you just want to have like some kind of protection in case somebody approaches you can like baton it, it doesn't whip out though oh it's it's like oh. a, it fits your hand boring. and it's got like a oh boring I was thinking like I in a movie that there's awesome. like no cooler movie you can do than have one of those sticks. It's like, like, <laughs> yeah, I got one of those. I'll bring it next time. <laughs> that would be Lindsay with her F2. I think that, would, that, that would stop every fight, wouldn't it? Like, oh, we're about to fight. <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> we're good. We're done. We're friends. <laughs> Is that three or four? That-, uh, that was three. All right. Number four, A Morris underscore 24. A Morris. Who's that, that sounds familiar. You probably picked this one because I don't know who it is. I didn't pick anybody. Oh, this is that random. random. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number five, Butterfly 1011111. Hey, friend. Away. We like her. Is yep. that a her? This is probably a her. All right. Cool. I don't know. We got some weird friends on there. Might be a he. If you have listened, reach out. Uh, what's my number? 919-589-1889. That's my special cell phone number. Oh, we got a new number. And I will get you guys set up with your sleuth shirt. We have a really funny Ask the Sleuth. Hey, y'all. Okay, so we know we have this segment, Ask the Sleuth. And what we intended for Ask the Sleuth to be was for people to ask us genuine advice <laughs> as professionals. What has actually transpired is we sometimes get some weird stuff going on in that <laughs> inbox. So this Ask the Sleuth, we got a couple of pictures from somebody on Instagram, and they sent us some odd photos of what they claim to be is an ex-boyfriend that they called a fuckboy. And they said, so here's this ex-fuckboy, lost a bet, and had to basically get humiliated, I guess, right? Yeah, his friends took a picture of him. Yeah. I don't know. And he had to wear a girdled... Like a Playboy bunny, you know, pleather one piece swimsuit looking thing you know what the bunnies wear and the whole like bunny get up with the tail and everything but this person sent us multiple pictures claiming right okay so so that's how the message comes in is this is my ex got embarrassed please talk about it on your podcast this is Lindsay here to tell you I don't think that's your ex no 
There are so many questions that I had. You like this, this shit. That's why you sent it to us. Exactly. I we think that there's. Uh, we I don't want to be that crude, they have but a that's small obsession with what do you call it? Degrading, humiliating. Yeah, humiliating people. Very very weird. So you wanted it publicized. Here it is, y'all. That's you in that bunny suit. I know, I know. it is. <laughs> So look, the, the last the last photo said when the bunny has a baby carrot, and obviously it was a very dirty photo. But they're in like this bunny outfit. That's you. That's I know that's you. you. I know. So we might. You got um, your five minutes fame, we're gonna, bro. Yeah, we're gonna share the. Uh, we're not sharing that photo. Can we share like the inappropriate version of the photo? Can we like? You mean appropriate? Er, yeah, it's a man in a bunny suit. I don't know if that's appropriate. Well, can we just like blur the face? Maybe. I'll work it out on canvas somehow. Oh. The face isn't the part Episode people don't want to see. It's like <laughs> well, right. Well, I don't want, you know, if this, I would feel really bad. Look, I mean, if, that's like, fine if person. that's what you like. That's totally cool. But don't send your photo to a bunch of PIs and expect us not to dig and kind of, you know, look for the truth in that. I'm sorry. Why'd you send that to us? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... So make sure you check out Fire Within. Tell us a little bit about where we can find you and your stuff. Yeah, so every major podcast carrier, uh, like Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, iTunes, you could find Fire Within, Nutrition and Fitness Podcast. And there's a couple with that title. Mine has a flame made of a phoenix and a green leaf. Yes. And every episode, we either have a guest on and talk about their transformation or something health and fitness related. And then I have some just strictly education and science so, uh, solo cast with uh, excuse me, uh, producer Joe. And uh, so check some of those out. There's entire episodes on sugar, entire ones on stress and sleep techniques. I enjoy your podcast. It's pretty awesome. I'm like, thank you. I make sure that, you know, I take something from each from each episode. You know, it's hard to absorb all that stuff at one time, especially like if you aren't into it or, you know, but it's like you said, that whole sustainability, like it's easy to lose 30 pounds quick and then you put that right back on in a year. But if you do it the right way and you create good habits and you create, you know, new ways to incorporate this stuff into your life, you know, you can be successful and it's wonderful. Do you have Instagram, Facebook or any of those things? Yep. And then uh, probably the easiest way to get there is uh, through my website, firewithinnf.com. And that's N as in nutrition and F as in fitness okay fire within nf.com oh i'm gonna be i'm so excited so b hills that was on um episode whatever um talking about the broken tooth right and the claims adjusting and uber rides the ain't shit show is his podcast and he is having his 100th episode and i'm going to be on the 100th episode so Ooh, girl i'm super excited about that you're famous so check it out yeah well that'll be our first little like thing and so maybe we can like jump into other things if you're interested in working with us if you want to swap some time if you want to share some some feed swaps podcast swaps we are totally open for that we want to uh, learn about you and who you are and what you do and you know create a relationship together we're done here we're not done We'll be back next week. <laughs> Thank you for I mean. coming. We're Thank you, for Brandon. The day. You're freaking awesome. Thank you, Joe. Thanks You're for awesome. having me. See you next time. All right. We want to hear from you. Are you stuck in a complicated situation and you just need some advice? Email your story to askthesleuth at gmail.com and we'll read it on air. We'll give our opinion and so might our guests. We'll talk through your situation, but don't worry. We'll keep all of your information confidential. That's askthesleuth at gmail.com.
Black Men Detective Services. Check out our website at blackmanpi.com and follow us on Facebook. We don't sleuth shame. Subscribe to The Sleuth on your favorite podcast app if you really want to know.